We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B-E. That's IXL.com B-E. E. Hey, everybody, welcome to the ninth episode of the Principal Cast Podcast. Um, Unfortunately, you're stuck with just me tonight because uh, Jessica Johnson, one of our co-hosts, and Teresa Stagger are in the midst of one of the biggest um, storms hitting the Midwest. So uh, we've been talking, you know, all week and preparing for the show, and then lo and behold, you know, it just out of nowhere uh, comes this big storm. Uh, here in South Jersey, we had a great day today. So I uh, just wanted to go over a couple things about tonight. Uh, Jeff Bradbury is going to be helping us out. He normally is our uh, producer, and he's going to be helping me out with a couple questions and things like that. So uh, we're really excited uh, to be here tonight. Um, if you want some more information uh, on Principal Cash, you can go to principalcast.com. And you can always follow us on Twitter at PrincipalCast. Uh, tonight's topic is how to inspire and motivate staff in your school district uh, to be connected educators. Uh, before we go into that, though, we have a weekly segment um, that just kind of goes over what's been happening. Um, so for myself, uh, I've been uh, in the midst of doing all the uh, SGOs, which are student growth objectives. Uh, we had classroom behavior plans that were due this week uh, for our PBIS program. Not to mention, we just went over all of our um, uh, model curriculum assessments that we do in New Jersey. Um, they are the uh, assessments that are tied into the Common Core. So it has just been extremely busy, assessment-filled week. <laughs> and going over all the different things that uh, that go along with that. So we're really, I'm definitely really excited to be here tonight and uh, 
and, and ready to get moving. How are you doing, Jeff? I am doing wonderful tonight. I uh, had a great Tech Educator podcast and uh, coming off of a long, long 10 days uh, without broadcasting due to uh, the, uh, the birth of my triplets. But other than that, we're doing really well. And I have to say, you know, last week, you know, here we are doing the, uh, the podcast and we have Todd Whitaker on and, you know, I, I just want to say how much we appreciate having you because um, as, as the person who was not only, you know, kicking the show off last week and, and recording it and trying to tweet out links and then everything else that was going on, I just kept thinking, where's Jeff? <laughs> where's Jeff? But when you have three babies, you know, that you're now responsible for uh, driving all over South Jersey and Delaware, I can totally understand. <laughs> it's It's been a fun 10 days, and I want to say, you know, thank you to everybody out there who's not only following the EduTriplets hashtag and or, uh, baby EdChat hashtag and following the EduTriplets on Twitter. Um, lots of support has come our way, and they're doing really, really well tonight. That's really cool. I mean, can you talk a little bit about that? Because that's going to be a really good lead into, you know, talk about creating your digital footprint. Uh, you know, your your family uh, is really going to be um, steeped in, you know, being a connected educator. So what, what are the, some of the things that you did to set everything up? Well, um it all actually was out of necessity and, and for, for lack of anything else, my battery was draining. And so when we got to the hospital, I was about at 40% and you know, you're, you're Facebooking, you're texting, you're trying to keep up with Facebook conversations. You're trying to set up a, a hashtag for people on the online world to know what's going on. And then it kind of hit me. What are we doing? We have this wonderful system called remind 101. So I set up a remind 101 account. And if you go to baby, .teachercast.net. That's baby.teachercast.net. And uh, I'll see if I can pull it up here. But if you go to baby.teachercast.net, you can actually check out the whole story. And uh, not only can you contribute to their registry. Yes, shameless plug. <laughs> not only can you contribute to their registry, but um, you can also check out a way to hook up with them. So we have a Remind 101 account. And uh, Remind 101 is basically a free tool that allows you to set up a a response system, a one-way third-party response system, so that way you can reach out to your students, or in my case, um, a group of people. And it, again, it's one-way communication. You can't get anything back from you, from them. So speaking as an administrator, this is a perfect way to set up emergency contacts. I mean, again, we're, we're, we're dealing with two co-hosts right now that are obviously going through an emergency. Um, by having something like a Remind 101 set up in their school district, they, those principals are able to then communicate to their community, hey, we don't have school, hey, there's a delayed opening, hey, watch out for this road, there's no power out right now. There's a lot of stuff that you can do with Remind 101. Um, just a simple thing like, hey, we just had a fire drill, everyone's okay. That is an easy way to use Remind 101. I use it in my classroom to talk about homework and to communicate with students and parents. And it was interesting last weekend. I didn't know whether I wanted to tell my students or not about the babies because it's obviously it's personal, it's sensitive, and with them being born early. Um, but I started giving them hints. I mean, I sent out something that says, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. And then I put hashtag blue, blue, and pink. Some of them picked up on it. 
Right. And I got a few emails that actually said that they went and checked out the baby's Twitter feed and they said, oh, my goodness, uh, congratulations. And some kids just didn't care. But uh, by doing Remind 101, it is great, not only in the classroom, but in the school settings. Again, it's free, Spike. It's free, free technology yeah. out there. And it, it's funny because we uh, – what, what's your the Twitter uh, for the babies right now? At Edu Triplets, E-D-U Triplets. And they have like 150 followers right now. Edu Triplets, that's awesome. Um, yeah, we do have uh, – it's funny that you mentioned that though. We do have um, uh, teachers who are using uh, Remind 101, and it, it kind of gets back into the, you know, to the story – that is, you know, how, how do you create a school, you know, that is going to embrace being connected educators, you know, and uh, to be honest with you, Jeff, for me, it, it started, it started a long time ago, it seems like, but uh, it was like January of, um, of 2000, um, oh my goodness, 12? Mm -hmm. Yeah, must have been 12, sorry. So, um, you know, I had, I had, played around with, uh, you know, listening to what people had to say about, you know, about Twitter and Facebook and things like that. And I really never saw the, you know, the, like how it would be useful, you know, as an educator. So, um, I had a, I had a karate instructor who actually, uh, talked about it all, all the time. Like we were just, you know, in class and, you know, he considered himself like the social media uh, karate instructor or sensei social media or something like that. And uh, I remember I kept telling him all the time, I'm like, well, this doesn't really apply to education. We really can't do that kind of stuff, you know, because I'm coming out of the mindset of, you know, hey, this is all stuff that is not good for kids, um, leads to bullying, you know, the whole thing that the, um, you know, that the press would like you to believe. And then also it was only, you know, really for, you know, the, uh, celebrities and people like that. So, but but everyone's a celebrity, right? We, we all can be edu celebrities. Well, and that's what I ended up learning. So, of course, the way that I do things is I just get right into it. So I, you know, I signed up for Twitter, signed up for Google Plus, I started a blog, and um, you know, I wanted to share this information, you know, with my staff because I was just so excited about it. Like I was learning so much. You know, I connected with Jessica Johnson. Um, Kurt Reese and I kept seeing like you know the things that they're doing so I'm like I had to share this you know so I had a faculty meeting so if I started in January I had a faculty meeting probably in February sometime and all of a sudden you know people started going on they started you know getting connected in my school and then you know I really noticed that something changed like you know I, so I'm modeling it you know as the the principal and I'm learning on my own and you know really expanding my horizons you know I went to ASCD conference that year um, you know just got a chance to meet people I did some trips I, I visited uh, Eric Scheninger school and Lynn Hilt school so you know I'm I was really trying to expand my horizons and along the way what I found was that the teachers were doing the same thing because everything that I kept saying to them is things that I learned through social media so I would be like if you want to tell your story you know here's an easy way to do it you know and as a parent wouldn't this be cool if you got this every week and a lot of the teachers connected with that you know right away so um, throughout the spring of that year, we really saw a growth in that. And then it's, it's funny because then, you know, very quickly in our school district, there's 11 schools, you know, we became known as like the connected school, you know what I mean? Like we were, 
you know, everyone was talking about the things that, that were going on at my school. And I would say one of the other things that we did to, you know, kind of foster this was, you know, besides the early adopters, you know, we had a few people who said, well, what, let's, let's pay it forward to other teachers. So we did this uh, thing called Tech Friday, where every other Friday, and we still do it now, but uh, every other Friday that they could come in and just, you know, learn about the different technologies. And it was really cool. It was like, it was like an ed camp. Um, so then later on that summer, I ended up going to pad camp, and that's where I met you. And I remember because uh, you came up to me and were like, oh, I've been meeting to contact you for a long time. We sat down, I don't know if you remember this, over lunch. You know, we were talking about all the things that were going on. And you had this awesome uh, workshop on, you know, how to use iMovie trailer. The best workshop that I've ever been to by far. I've gotten, that, that was the best $4.99 that I've ever spent on an app. You know, and uh, I just really appreciated that because, you know, that really goes back to, you know, as a leader, you know, we have to be the ones that are, are showing our staff, you know, like uh, like Joe Mazza calls it, like, you know, the lead learner. And I think they really responded to that. They, they responded to the fact that, you know, I would be out there, you know, and, and trying these things. So I guess I, I would ask you, Jeff, like um, – like what would what were your perceptions of uh, you know administrators you know uh, utilizing social media and becoming connected um, like when you first started out? I, I think it's difficult to get administrators to change. Um, usually, administrators are thinking on the larger bubble than teachers are. I mean, I have to control my school and I have to control my class, and and, and beyond that, that's fine. Um, I'm not an administrator yet, but when you're an administrator, you obviously have to deal with the superintendent level and you have to deal with the community level and you have to deal more with the press level and what happens when something pops out there. I mean, right now I'm trying to um, convince school districts that Facebook, Twitter, Remind 101, blogging, all these are good things. And I'm actually being asked now to go into different school districts and give a speech of why social media is awesome. And the only thing that I can tell them is, well, come to an ed camp and you'll find out all in one day why this stuff is amazing. Um, you know, I've sat in teacher union meetings where we've had the, the school solicitor come in and tell us why social media is bad and why you should never tweet your students out and why Twitter is not right. And I can't help but completely agree with him. It is bad. We do have lawsuits. We do have teachers getting fired. We do have press coming down on us and saying, why were you sending a text message to this kid? What are you up to? On the right. other hand, there's so many things out there that say, look, a system like a Remind 101 is completely safe. It's third party. Your student doesn't know who you are, doesn't know where you're coming from. It's going through this, this other setup and... You can make it safe. You just have to sit down, shut up for a couple seconds, and understand that these systems are out there being used by educators safely. I mean, it's the same same setup spike as some superintendent saying that Google is not safe for kids when you have the entire state of Washington, Maine, and I think it's the entire country of Malaysia is a mm -hmm. Google school. So... It, it is difficult. Um, you're not going to convert everybody, but that's not stopping me, at least a teacher cast, it's not stopping me from trying to convert everybody onto this free, awesome software. 
Yeah, and you know it's funny. Um, like you know, I'm looking through the the chat here, and I, and I saw that uh, you know Peggy George had asked about um, iMovie and the iMovie trailer, and um, you know I, I will say that um, that was a that was a workshop that I went to with you, Jeff, and mm -hmm. it was funny because um, it was probably you know where I I first realized you know what what online learning was really all about, you know. So I go to this pad camp, you know, and, you know, I'm there to, to kind of pick up and, you know, and learn some things. And I go to your workshop and it's like, I remember it was packed. We were supposed to go to one room and then, <laughs> then we had to go back to the, um, yeah. you know, the uh, the auditorium or the gymatorium, whatever it was. We, we had 120 then, people in the session. It was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. So basically you were like, okay, so there's really not much that I'm going to teach you here. It's This is going to be self-directed learning in groups. So you went over a little bit. I think you had shown, you know, an example. And then you're like, okay, so I want you to go out and, and create an iMovie trailer. And I was like, an iMovie trailer, you know, I'm like, this is this is so cool, you know. Immediately, I could connect with, you know, how could we deal with this, you know, and how could we utilize this tool, you know, in our school. So um, we we made a, a funny, you know, iMovie trailer, and then I came back uh, after that experience, you know, totally fired up. And I'll never forget, like our our superintendent was doing this big launch for, um, you know, this this district-wide PD that we were doing on the first day of school. So as I've mentioned many times before, we have 11 schools. You know, I think there's like 1,500 employees, something like that. So they were all getting together at, this middle, at the middle school. And I told him, I'm like, well, you know, the whole thing is that not a lot of people have experienced this before. So um, you want to create some buzz about it. Let's do a trailer. It's like a trailer, you know, and I, I showed him some different options. And then um, he said, you know, go, go right ahead. So I grabbed two other administrators, you know, who were around. And we just went around the town that day just filming stuff and, mm -hmm. you know, setting things up. I think it, I think it was viewed like over 2,000 times. Yeah. Like it was just it, – it was crazy, you know. Um, we, we went on this, this huge adventure, you know, and I owe that all to you. So then we took that a step further. You know, so my staff sees that at the opening day, and it, it had leaked way before that, so so many people had watched it even before the opening day professional development. So my staff, who, like, that previous spring had begun to see, you know, the, the, uh, the benefits of this, they said, you know, what could we do, you know, for our own students? And I think one of them came up with the idea of doing, like, an iMovie trailer in, in real time, so to speak. So our whole theme that year was like we were going to be rolling out the red carpet for the students. So we got a red carpet. We got the whole thing. We got paparazzi there. And we had somebody with the iPad and basically had set it up prior by just, you know, a couple things that we were looking for about them starting a new journey. And then we filmed everything. It, it was so easy to do. And literally... Five minutes later, once we got everybody into our gymnasium, we were able to show them that. And mm -hmm. that then spawned, you know, grade levels that wanted to do their own opening, you know, for their classrooms. Uh, so that, like, last year, I would say, like, was, like, the year of the iMovie trailer at my school. It had and it to all goes back to you. <laughs> well, it's it's amazing because it wasn't just your school that I infest, infect, if, affected, assisted with. 
Um, there was another school district also in South Jersey who started using iMovie trailers, and it was only because of a discussion that happened between me and this administrator. Uh, we were able to put together a, a, an amazing trailer for the start of this year. Um, if you if you guys are out there following our, our good buddy I Superite, he uh, he's up for a discussion anytime. And um, oh yeah, J Jay Jay does amazing um... stuff down there. And again, that is my fault. So I I do blame. It's called the teacher cast effect. It is. Well, and, and to go off on the side, you know, Sorry. there with, with Jay, um, it's so funny because I was talking with um, somebody who was applying for a position, you know, and, and, I, and I'm a firm believer, you know, nowadays that you should have something, you know, that represents you being a connected educator, whether it be a QR code on your resume or, you know, a video or a montage or something like that. So I showed them. Um, Jay's video that he did in preparation for his, um, you know, his superintendency, which I thought was phenomenal. So if it's out there, Jay, could you tweet that out there um, so we can get more people to see that? Because I think that was really great for. So here's a guy, you know, coming into a new environment, you know, and basically this was his vision, you know, in one minute about what he wanted to do mm -hmm. to that. To that school district i think that was so powerful but i do have to tell you and i know he's watching out there he doesn't mind me saying this he actually went through seven drafts of that um wow. and he and i had to help edit him he finally and landed on on draft number eight which he called preparation h and that's what he finally decided to stick in there to get the job yeah and and i think that's something that you know you would hope that would uh definitely you know change people's perspective perspective of you or you know set you a little bit apart you know in the interview process but i think i think in a bigger uh notion what it does is it also sends a message that you know this is something that's going to be important to you and that he's modeling the way and i think that's important when you know we get back to you know what you know what's the theme for tonight you know the theme is you know how do we you know uh, motivate staff um, and and have staff be continued to be connected educators. And I think honestly, Jeff, I'll tell you, like the the first and most important thing is that you have to model the way. Mm -hmm. You know, as as the administrator, you have to be the one that is the one that's out there that's learning new things and and bringing that to the staff. And a lot of times. It's always the reverse, you know. It's always, right. you know, you have teachers out there who, you know, maybe in a master's of technology program, or they may just be, you know, techies, so to speak, and they go out there and they find all these different things, and then, you know, you bring it to the administrator. The traditional administrator just says, you know, as long as you don't get in any trouble with it, you know, that kind of thing, or let me talk to my superintendent, blah blah blah, and then, you know, next thing you know, um, you know, the teachers working it within their um, their classroom and other people may not know about it. What I felt like was the most important thing to do was build that capacity, you know. Um, and I think um, you know Peggy had asked earlier, like, why Fridays? Like, why do we do Fridays? Well, one of the things about Fridays at our school is like that's the dress down day, so it was the more relaxed day, you know. And it was unprofessional development. It was just like the ed camps, which I had ironically learned from. You know, it's like we all borrow from each other. Um, and I love that that um, that way of doing professional development. You know, people are in jeans. They are, you know, talking about different things. We actually had kids that that were uh, presenting at the at that time, um, and it was just it was it was phenomenal because you know here we go again. How do we build capacity? You know, we have to be the ones that are learning.
And Jeff, you got a chance to come down and and meet with uh, some of our teachers, do some podcasting. Um, you know, last fall it was actually right around this time. You remember when you came to the turkey feast that day? I, I, you know, look, if, I got to tell you, if you're going to invite me into a building, you better be having a Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually this. Um, I was thinking about you. That's this Wednesday. I'm free. And. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because, um, you know, what, what we had done with Jeff, you know, having connected with him that summer was that I brought him in to uh, talk with the staff and do a professional development session on, you know, what is teacher cast. And then he said, well, you know, I, I don't want to just do that and leave. So we, um, we hooked up with a couple teachers who were interested and they had the kids um, start researching, you know, connected educators. So our superintendent, our assistant superintendent, myself, they read our blogs um, and they developed questions, which was the coolest thing. And then Jeff taught them how to podcast. So we did a live podcast in, um, you know, one of my fifth grade classrooms and, uh, you know, put it up on TeacherCast. And it was, it was a great experience. But, you know, once again, you know, you have to have people, you know, who are willing to do it, you know, who are willing to, to take the risks. But I think more importantly, you know, you have to get your, your community, you have to get your, your teachers, you know, uh, excited about it. Absolutely. And, and I think it's, it is contagious, as you said. You know, uh, last year we had like 120 people in that pad camp session. I tried to recreate it this year, and I think I might have had six. Now, does that mean that more people are using uh, movie trailers and it's not as wow what is this um, and I hope so I hope more people are starting to use that stuff I mean Apple just updated the iPad app and there's so many more options to it and it's so much easier to use now and obviously iPads are now coming in a bigger hard drive teachers should be learning how to do this I mean I, it kind of left me going oh what's what, what's the next mountain that we should be catching up on to you know is it the augmented stuff is it the, the wordles is it the whatever's mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. But once you see one person do it, much like broadcasting, much like podcasting, it does become contagious. I'm going to start a trend right now, Spike, if it's okay. I just had triplets. I'm waiting for the next person to have triplets now. There you go. <laughs> well, it's definitely not going to be me. Because <laughs> <I> <laughs> Craig Yen. Yeah, Craig Yen's going to do it. Um, so as we were doing some research for the show tonight, I came across a really neat post by uh, Alana Leone. She's the director of social media strategy and marketing at wonderful, Edutopia. Wonderful girl. And, oh yeah, you know her. Uh, we've met many times at uh, at uh, at uh, what is that camp called? ISTE. And very very wonderful person to talk to. I mean, I mean, dying to get her on the show if anybody can get a hold of her. But yeah. Yeah. Well, please shout her out that we are uh, talking about her tonight because um, she had this thing which I thought was really interesting. She talked about um, you know the ten tips for becoming a connected educator, and she started out with saying you know embrace making mistakes. And I will tell you, like I remember. I, I, this is a funny story, but like you know, one of the first you know mistakes that I made um, when I first got connected was I got one of the direct messages, right? And it was from Matt Renwick, uh, one of my principal friends out in Wisconsin, and it was basically saying, "Hey, Spike, they're saying bad things about you. Go to this website." And I'm like, "Holy smokes!" But my like, kids tell me that all the time, Spike. Right? I'm like, I knew I should not have gotten into this, right? But you know, at the time, I didn't know anything about it, so. I go on, I click on it, and it was blocked. 
So I'm thinking, wow, this is really bad. So I call my superintendent. We actually got the tech guys to, you know, to unblock it or to do some research on it. And, you know, of course, they're like, wow, that is a bad website. But they're not saying bad things about you. They're just trying to, you know, hack and, and stuff like that. So I remember I call him. <laughs> I literally somehow connected with him and I called him. And I'm like, I don't know what you're doing, but you're sending these messages to me. And I was freaking out. He was laughing hysterically. He was, you know, oh, that's. You know that's what happens when your you know your account gets um, hacked and you know I th I think for the first couple months I was really paranoid about that um, so uh, I love how she starts out like you know embrace making mistakes and then the second thing is like there's no right way you know there's only your way and I think that goes back to um, you know one of my themes that I learned from Eric Scheninger is like you know it, you know if if you don't tell your story you know somebody else will. You know, and that's the way I use social media. That's the way I utilize, you know, being a connected educator is to tell my school's story and tell my learning story, you know, as a principal. Um, because, you know, if if you don't do it, um, you can't wait for somebody else to do it. Um, and then the third thing she says is like, just jump in, you know. And I and I think that's that's powerful because. Um, you know, having not known this when I first started, that's what I did. I just jumped in. I just joined as many networks as possible, and then I started connecting with everybody. And that is how you do it. And, you know, there is a difference between a person connecting and a school district connecting. And, you know, I'll, I'll, over the summer, I got asked again by, by, by Jay, he says, would you make me a website for, the, for LAC? But I want it to be complete social media i want it to be complete you know they're starting google docs he wanted to have somebody come in and really throw everything at a website right and so we talked about it we we argued back and forth we came up with a game plan we had a discussion it was really really nice being able to work with an administrator who not only you know again I'm, I'm speaking as the teacher but i'm also speaking as the hired web consultant here but it was really nice to be able to look at an administrator ask him what his thoughts were see where he was educate him a little bit get his feedback because he's coming at it from a completely different standpoint than i was coming at and right. and if you go to lacschool.org and i'll put that on the twitter box here but lacschool.org i mean literally we had a website that was so underfunded so underused and not funded but dollars but i mean as far as manpower and we created a new account we created new google sites we created everything and look i'm not the best web developer i'm i'm still an amateur at all this stuff there's people that can run circles around my wordpress but I think we, pretty, we did a pretty darn good job at coming up with a school district website that not only is safe, but is social. And, you know, we use things called Pretty Links, which is a plugin on WordPress that you can actually do teachercast.net slash iTunes. And that actually is a link instead of saying, you, you know, iTunes.com slash Apple slash teacher, you know, the long form. So we've come right. up with a way for the community to find the different spots on LAC school that, and it's easier for Jay. I mean, his acceptable use policy is a Google doc. And instead of That's having awesome. a 32 character Google doc, which you're never going to remember, it's basically lacschool.org slash AUP. And again, that's all done through WordPress and through this thing called Pretty Links. But the reason we do that is so that way Jay can just go into his board meeting and go, yeah, .aup, 
And it's there. It's simple. It's easy. People know about it. And you also are running an extra level of analytics. And I find once you start taking the emotion out of a website and you start talking numbers, that's an easier way to get to administrators because then they can hardly, you know, then they can see, look, 2,000 people looked at it today and 4,000 people are liking my post. And and I have a reach of these many subscribers. You know, now you're talking hard facts as opposed to what I deal with as the web designer, which is emotion. Does it look pretty? Does it work? Do you have right. great graphics? I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it from two different points of view. And this is all social media. This is all completely building a P, you know, we talked about this on Tech Educator, but you're building a PLN for your school district. Um, you know, LAC school was not looking to get 10,000 Twitter followers. They've got about 200 kids. I'd love them to get 300 Twitter followers. Sure. And, and that's well, awesome. Yeah. And I think it, it's interesting. And I, and I'd be curious to see, you know, how many, you know, you know, then now that Jay's been there, like he obviously has more, you know, connected educators there, uh, than probably when he started, you know, and sometimes it's easier than others. Like, so, um, you know, when I started out, like I, I told the story and then, you know, a bunch of people jumped on and then I think there was a bunch of people who were just waiting to see if this was a, a fad and, you know, obviously, you know, it, for me, it hasn't gone away. I do a weekly blog for my, um, my school dish or my school. Um, I have my own personal blog and then, you know, I actively use uh, Twitter, Facebook, Google plus, um, to, you know, share my story, share the school story, um, and, and highlight some of the things that were going on. Um, and I, I would say I probably have about 75% of the staff, you know, consistently utilizing social media in some form or fashion. Um, I, I, I see them on Facebook, you know, they share each other's stories. They know more about their families, um, which, and, and then I know more about what's going on with them. You know, you know, if, uh, for instance, like a dog passes away or, or child is born or an aunt, they become an aunt or uncle or, you know, some sort of milestone in their child's life. And then, you know, education wise, you know, that's where they're utilizing Twitter. And I can see where, you know, ideas are coming up, they're utilizing them, they're connecting with their own PLNs now, and then sharing it with with each other. And it's funny, because I thought it was I thought it went pretty well at my school. And Melinda Miller uh, just wrote a blog uh, post um, called Finally, my teachers follow me. And she's talking about, you know, how she's been on Twitter since 2007. And um, she didn't have a lot of followers from her uh, teachers. They weren't really necessarily getting involved in it. So I would really recommend everyone to, you know, to read her her post uh, and as she talks about, you know, how it, it took a while for them to, you know, start connecting. And so sometimes it doesn't come overnight, and I never force it on anybody. Right. It's always been voluntary. In fact, a lot of the work that we do with technology in my school is completely voluntary. Um, like I said, the Tech Fridays, um, social media, and I think if anything, maybe people feel pressured to be on it because they want to know what's going on. Right. And that, you know, and hey, that's fine if that's what they're going to use it for. Um, you know, and and I get flattered because they'll 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 you know reference things that they've read or things that they've read uh, that I've written, which I think is great. But um, I think they're very fortunate in the sense that they saw the connection very early on. That it really was about them, their own development, and their kids. You know, so now we have, um, so I have about, 
I have a you know relatively small school. I have a uh, 325 kids, uh, K to five. So with about 18 core teachers, and I believe nine or ten of them right now mm -hmm. have active blogs. That's you great. Know, that, yeah. So now, they're. Would you ever consider hooking those blogs? I mean, are they? Let me ask. Are they personal blogs or are they blogs about school? And then the next question is: Would you ever consider having a RM Bacon blog where everybody contributes to that? Um, they're almost all of them are um, classroom blogs. So they, you know, they're and they're using either Blogger or EduBlogs. Um, I have one, one or two teachers that are doing the. Um, the kid blog, mm -hmm. and um, you know the bacon, the RM Bacon blog that I do. Um, you know, I have I have them connected to it. But um, are you talking about like one of those like um, like Blog One Eighty Four projects or something like that, like that George Koros does? You know, one of the things that now that the LAC School website is. I'm going to say done, although websites mm -hmm. are never done. I, I started expanding because, as Jay knows, I get bored very easily. And so I you actually can go to pd.lacschool.net or .org, and I'm actually creating a professional development website for them. And then if you go to video, I think it's video or videos.lacschool, I've actually got a video site. So as I'm making teacher cast screenshots, uh, screencasts and other people are making things like how to do a Google Doc or, you know, sometimes Jay will send out, hey, here's how you do Google presentations. I'll take that email and I'll f go out and scavenge for blogs and podcasts and whatever on how to do Google presentations. And I'll add that on to their PD blog. And, you know, one of my goals, maybe not this year, but maybe next year if things turn out really well, I would like to get an LAC school teacher to teacher blog where somebody does come up and write even if it's two or three paragraphs saying i use kid blog and it's great for me this is why nothing that has to go public but at least it's a school member saying this is how i use this in my classroom you'd be surprised at how easy um staff meetings will go if most of your staff meetings have already been done because somebody wrote a two-page blog on it yeah, you know, and that's funny because we've we've really gotten away from the traditional uh, staff meetings and shockers because of what I learned about you know on everything on on social media. So it really has changed everything you know about the the kind of principle that that I was because you know I've done a I did a post um, very early on um, uh, titled uh, I was just like you and got a lot of attention you know on on Twitter and and Facebook and whatnot because you know basically I just said like I was a 38 year old first year principal but I was completely out of touch I was like a dinosaur already you know the first you know the first six months of my principalship like I realized that I was not going in the right direction I was just doing what I thought a principal would be doing and you know I worked in an old school you know it's 1929 you know and I started to think to myself like and no joke, like how much different am I than the other principals, you know, that have that have been there before, and yet everything else has changed. So, if you want to check that out, I really, um, you know, went on a limb and just said, you know, basically, hey, I was just like you, but then what I did was I took a chance. Mm -hmm. um, I have another one that that I I really like that just try, and, and these are also messages that I sent out to my staff as well. So um, I have another post called uh, Go West Young Educator for just 10 minutes a day because, you know, one of the things that, you know, being a connected educator, everyone says, well, I don't understand how you'd have the time to do it. Um, 
you know, people even tell me now, they're like, you're podcasting on a, on a Sunday night. Like, that's my relaxing time. That's my time that I'm watching Boardwalk Empire and all the HBO shows. And, you know, and I, and I laugh because I say, well, I do that stuff too, you know, and I, and I relax all the time. But um, this is something that I enjoy and I'm passionate about. And, you know, I have a very supportive wife. <laughs> and, and then the other thing is that it, it reinvigorates me. So this is like my reinvigoration for starting Monday morning because I've known that I, you know, I, I did my podcast on, uh, on Sunday night with, uh, you know, awesome educators, you know, you know, normally, like I said, you know, without the weather, I mean, we have a, a principal from Michigan, a principal from Wisconsin. We have Jeff who has, you know, connections, you know, all over the place. And we're just talking about, you know, how do we get better? Um, so what I what I say to people is that it doesn't have to take a long time, you know. It, you could do it for ten minutes a day. Wouldn't you agree, Jeff? Uh, it's amazing how much work can get done without having to get done a lot of work. And this is somebody who's looking at TeacherCast, which is more than twenty five different WordPress installs, and I have to manage every single one of them every single week. Um, you can get a lot done if you really put your mind to it. And I'm convinced that even when the babies are here, I will continue on doing all of this stuff. Um, you, 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 just like anything else, Spike, you know, you have to put your priorities first, but you can get stuff done. It's amazing what happens between 2 a.m. and 5 a.m. You can get stuff done. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's amazing that, you know, now the technology, like I literally, like I'm, I'm it's it's hilarious. So like, but when I started out, like, I did everything on the desktop because I didn't have a smartphone. Uh, and then when I got one through the district, I had a Blackberry, like literally like the, the old school Blackberries. And, um, and I, I could get Twitter on there, but it was, it was really, it was really rough. Um, but most of the time I did everything through a desktop. I took pictures on my BlackBerry, you know, uploaded to my phone or uploaded to my site, um, you know, and I've obviously, you know, with the gadgets, I've I've expanded a little bit, um, but you know, now I have an iPhone, and and I can literally be anywhere, you know, reading, uh, retweeting, um, you know, whether it, it just it just doesn't take that much time, and I and it's funny because not only does now that impact also my wife, but also my kids who are uh, six and nine, mm -hmm. you know, and they understand that. Like, they understand what it means to be a connected educator, and they're young. And unfortunately, the school that they go to, there's not a lot of connectedness. Um, so they they get it at home, though. <laughs> now, what would you – What I, I have to ask now, being a first-time parent, it's only been 10 days – do your kids have Twitter accounts? If they said would could they, would they? Um, would you give them a Twitter account with their personal name or kinda like I've done the Edu triplets, would you just say the Cook Kids? Um, they don't have a Twitter account. They've never really expressed interest, but my son does have a Instagram. That's something that he um he came up with himself, like so. He and it's funny because he got me in the Instagram. I, I didn't have one account until uh, he expressed interest. So I guess he was just talking with his buddies, and uh, it's something that they have, and they, they they love to do, you know, sharing. So you know, we talked about you know what it means to be safe online, and um, you know, at first we checked everything, you know, that he was um, getting involved with, and you know, liking, and you know. Um, 
you know, taking pictures of and stuff. And it's funny because um, he was very responsible with it, you know, and and therefore has had a really good experience. My um, so and he also has a YouTube channel. My daughter has a YouTube channel as well. Um, she loves doing videos, making things like uh, Monster High videos. Um, but really, she does it to catalog her own learning. I mean, the kid. Is constantly watching Minecraft videos, um, and and it's just pure entertainment. You know, they 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 want to get better at Minecraft or um, any of the online games that they play. But I think they really understand. You know, and I let you know that my son plays Xbox. Uh, it ends up being a really great um, bargaining chip when he's not doing what he needs to do. But honestly, um, he understands what it what it means to be you know involved in a worldwide you know gaming system. Um, he just got one of the new games uh, a few weeks ago and was able to tell me that there were 425,000 people at that time playing it around the world. So for him to understand you know what this is all about, um, I think the the benefits are are far more outreaching than you know the uh, you know the negative side but that's why we you know we do a good job of of giving him you know the the benefit of saying this is what our expectations are and uh, this is how you can be safe online now now the, let me ask the same question here being an elementary principal if your first grade teacher wanted to have a first grade twitter account for the class not for the individual kids so you know, Twitter, Google Hangouts, all that stuff is still 12 years old. But if your first grade teacher wanted to have a Twitter account, if your second grade teacher wanted to have a Twitter account, is that cool? Yeah, that's totally fine. You know, um, and they do uh, in my school. And and basically, uh, they just get the parents on board. I mean, we have a, um, you know, we have an acceptable use policy as well. And then at our school, we just send out an additional thing saying that, you know, um, you know, we're actively participating on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Google Hangout, you know, Google Plus, all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, if they don't want their kids on there, then they just uh, contact us and, and we won't put them in there. So, no, I, I, I think it's I, – I'm all in. I, I think that, uh, you know, teachers, you know, should have that ability to uh, make those education decisions on their own and then deal with, you know, any of the, the consequences that come up. I mean, I try to treat – my teachers like professionals, you know, and I think that's that's important because they are, um, you know, I, I, even at our, our staff meetings or in school, you know, I don't, I mean, they, they can use their devices, which, you know, of course, that's what we call them, their phones, their devices, you know, whenever they want, however they want, um, and I really don't get involved with that because I, I treat them like professionals, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, it's funny because I know other teachers that are not allowed to take their phones out during the day. So I guess it's a matter of uh, trust. It's a matter of, you know, um, you know, being a 21st century, you know, connected educator right. uh, first as opposed to being, like I said, that old school, you know, principal. So. Good conversation tonight, man. I, 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 I'm enjoying this. Great conversation. Uh, I really, you know, I, I love you. I, I miss, I miss the girls. Um, like I said, hopefully they are, uh, they are still safe, you know, out there right now. Um, but I definitely want everyone to, um, you know, give them a shout out. Of course, um, Jessica Johnson. Uh, she's at Principal J on Twitter. Uh, 
She uh, has an amazing blog, www.principalj.net. I just read her latest post. She talked about one of the new books that are uh, coming out through ASCD, these, these one-hour uh, reading books. And um, we're actually going to be getting um, an author on in a couple weeks to talk about this new uh, venture. And then, of course, there's Teresa Stagger, who is uh, at Principal Stagger. And she has a good blog, too, called uh, www.principalstagger.blogspot.com. Um, Every week, Jeff, we um, give shout-outs to principals to follow on Twitter. So this week, I wanted to give a shout-out to um, Brad Gustafson. Um, he is a principal in Minnesota, and I just recently uh, connected with him, and uh, we're going to be doing a Google Hangout uh, in the next couple days talking about voluntary professional development for teachers. Because um, I have this crazy idea that eventually I just want to make all staff meetings, grade level meetings, everything. I just want to make it all, you know, voluntary. Mm -hmm. So um, he, I guess we were on Sat Chat and uh, and connected. So there's a couple of us that are going to talk about that uh, later in the week. So I'd like to give him a shout out once again. It's Brad Gustafson, and he is at G U S T A F S O N. B-R-A-D, and uh, he's an elementary principal um, in, uh, up in Minnesota. Jessica wanted to give a shout-out to uh, Tom Whitford, who is a one of her We Amigos, um, and his wife, Leah Whitford, and he is at T. Whitford, and she is at Leah underscore Whit. Um, so that's uh, Tom and Lee Whitford. Um, I've got a chance to meet uh, Tom at ASCD, and uh, he's he's a great guy, has a great blog, so uh, definitely want to check those out. And I would be remiss if I didn't say we always recommend to follow TeacherCast, uh, who is at TeacherCast on Twitter, uh, TeacherCast.net for his blogs and resources and teachercast.tv uh, for his podcast. Can, can I throw a, tw a, a principle of my, of my choosing out there? Yes, of course you can. Then I'm going to take the, the advantage here, and I'm going to give two. Um, one is a – well, both of them are amazing principles, and not only just amazing principles, but, but amazing content creators. Um, I, I will give a shout-out to one of my best and nearest and dearest and most insane friends. If you guys are not following the one, the only Toby Price, um, you have to check him out. Uh, Jedi Pad Master, J E D I Pad Master, um, on Twitter. He is the voice of Grog the Zombie and a number of other cartoon characters that that kind of pop up on TeacherCast. But uh, check him out. He's always retweeting things. His big thing recently is Man versus Autism. He's got two. Uh, he's got three amazing kids. Two of them are. Art, art, artistic and so he's constantly out there trying to find the best apps for autism parents and ways to help and uh, yeah check out Jedi Padmaster he's an assistant principal down in Mississippi don't hold that against him and uh, I, I would definitely recommend following him and certainly say hello for me the other one is I know a friend of both myself and Spike and that is the fabulous administrator 
um, Brad Curry. And Brad not only is the co-founder of SatChat, but he is one of our writers over at TeacherCast blog and uh, is on the EdCamp NJ team. But uh, you'll find Brad popping up all over the place. I think him and Eric are actually going to Texas to do a convention coming up soon. Um, I just got my free copy of NJ Education Now magazine, which he wrote an article for. Um, and this Saturday, he'll be doing live set chat with Scott and Billy from uh, Ed Camp NJ. So lots of, lots of good places to find Brad. He's at bcurry5. So check out Brad and also check out uh, Toby there. And uh, speaking of EdCamp, Spike, are, are you going to be going to EdCamp, NJ? Yeah, I definitely will be going. Uh, that's this Saturday, right? That is this Saturday. And uh, not only is it the 23rd, but we are actually doing a special. Please check us out, TeacherCast Live at noon Eastern. We're going to be doing EdCamp NJ Meets Classroom 2.0 Live. And uh, waiting for Peggy there on cue here to put up the thing. It's classroom 20 Peggy, help me out here. Live.classroom2. Anyway, if you just check us out, uh, we're going to be using the hashtag EdCampNJ, and it's it's at EdCampNJersey. Spike, did you know that we have about 485 people signed up for EdCampNJ so far? No, I didn't know that, but it, it's I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, one of my buddies from Wisconsin is uh, coming out to um, to attend that. He's actually has a couple of uh, family obligations to do, but he's going to be uh, taking a trip down to uh, good old RM Bacon Elementary uh, on Monday. And I always kind of mess up his last name, but I will I will give him a shout out too. His name is Joe San Filippo. And he is at J-O-E-S-A-N-F-E-L-I-P-P-O-F-C. And um, he is uh, just an amazing uh, educator. He's a uh, super connected superintendent, um, and he's going to be coming out to Ed Camp and really excited about that. And then when he comes and visits my school, he's going to be meeting and uh, podcasting uh, with our superintendent, Dr. Dave Gentile, and uh, getting interviewed by the kids uh, at my school. So um, I wonder if he'll win one of those awards for, you know, coming, you know, far away uh, for, for the Ed Camp. But he's really looking forward to that. There, there is a, a rumor out there that we might be giving away some Chromebooks. Wow. Not, not you know, just, there's a rumor there. And by the way, that is live.classroom20.com. So check that out. Uh, noon Eastern, Saturday, next week, November 23rd. Uh, I'm going to be broadcasting my point of view from EdCamp, and Peggy's going to be having us on Blackboard Collaborate. And then at the end, we're going to butt heads and come together with a fantastic video that I believe is going to be up on iTunes University. So check oh, out cool. all of the great stuff that you can do. Again, you know, collaboration, PLN building, session building. This is where we are right now. It's 2014. This is what we can do here. We can merge all the different mediums together. Speaking of mediums, what website can we go to find out more about PrincipalCast? Of course, it's PrincipalCast.com. And, um, you know, once again, we are on Twitter at PrincipalCast. Um, so if you ever have any questions or you want to reach us, uh, you can go through those two uh, mediums. You want to wrap it up, Spike? 
Oh, sure. I didn't know if you were going to say anything else there. Uh, I think we had great chemistry tonight, though. Jeff, thank you so much for, um, you know, for helping out. And, uh, you know, you're always, always doing a great job with this. So uh, just want to thank everyone for uh, hanging out today. Uh, I think we had a really good show. Uh, once again, you know, just if you, if you think about it, you know, our, our mission tonight was to talk about how to inspire and motivate staff in your school district to be connected educators. And I think one thing that we learned, you know, from the administrator's point of view is that if you want this happening in your school, you have to lead the charge. You have to lead the way. You have to model the way. And I think once you do that, you will see that, that others will, um, will join you in that. So just want to thank everybody uh, for coming out and, uh, you know, connect us. Connect with us on uh, principalcast.com for any information uh, for our upcoming podcasts. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com B to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com B-E. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet tier one standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com B-E.